Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Welcome, welcome to the Slam Headquarters, and welcome to the first episode of, of the, the Kaz and Big Show. I'm your host, Kaz, with my other host, Vic. Shout out to my man, Sean, in the background. Shout out to the good people Sean. over here at Slam Media. Yo, we're at Slam. Hell yeah. We're in the motherfucking, I know I shouldn't be cursing, but this is a podcast, but we are in the motherfucking Bible of basketball culture right now, though. Like, we're surrounded by it. Culture, sneakers, players. Mm-hmm. I mean. Let me tell you something. I grew, I grew up on Slam, and when they told me, like, hey, we want to do this podcast, we want to start with you and get some people, I was like, I gotta get my girl Cat on Vic to co-host with me. Shout out, yo! Can we talk about Cat for a second? The most infamous lady on NBA Twitter. So when I first when we first got Vic and people, we were doing little cool little photo shoots back here with, with Shermzy. Shout out to my man Shermzy, and uh, everyone was like, "Yo, you know that girl Vic? What does she do?" Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's like. It's like when no one knew what was wrong with Kawhi, it's like this is this is what it is. Like yeah. no one no one knows. But um, you know, I it's I always tell people, you know, I get emails, like yeah. email me now. I put yeah. my email in my bio for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Biggest mistake of my life, don't do it. <laughs> um, and you know, people start emailing me, I get DMs, yeah. you know, how do you do what you do? We don't really know what it is that you We do. wanna know. The whole world wants to know. How does Cal and Vic how does Vic happen to be everywhere? At every place, at every time, at the same exact time. How much clout do you have? Like on the scale from one to twenty, where do you rank on the clout meter, Vic? Um, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna do that. You're a strong. You're a strong thirty. I do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I'm not a journalist. Please do not say I'm a journalist. Mm. You know, but but you had a magazine. But you had a magazine. Right, right. But, <laughs> and I, I wrote some stuff. Yes. You know, shout out Paul Rivera. That interview was great. Shout um, out PR, yeah. But, you know, it's just a little bit of everything. I connect dots. Yeah. I feel like that really... Um, is my essence. I like I to connect like, people, yeah. brands, players, whatever it may be. I feel like a lot of people see that and they're, they're like, oh my God, what what is that? How do you do that? I'm like, yo, people don't understand, like, people like you are extremely vital in this business. You we know what I'm saying? Like, people that make things happen, people that connect dots to other folks, that like, there's certain there's certain boundaries that you don't get past as certain people. Like, you, you know, you're a fan. I'm a fan. We all came in here as fans. We love the game. And we love the game. We love slam. Absolutely, and there's certain boundaries don't get past, and like you are one of those people who get past those boundaries. So, especially as a woman in the industry, as a woman, as an immigrant, you know, I came here when I was 13 Mm -hmm. from Israel. My mom does cancer research, you Mm -hmm. know, at Columbia. So it's like my parents still don't really know what it is that I do. (laughs) Like the most, the most they know is that it has to do with basketball. They see some of it, and you know. When that when that free sneaker box comes to the house <laughs> no. and my mom and I are the same size, she's like, yeah. oh. But that's the beautiful that's the beautiful thing about having this podcast for Slam because people real need to realize well they, they should realize if they're listening on Slam Media that basketball is more than sport. It's a culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of things that you do creates moments in basketball culture. You know, things that happen outside the game, outside the court, and stuff like that. So. I'm, I'm, come on, son. I thought about this thing, man. Yes, come on, okay, man. So that's my story. Came here. That's the spiel. That. You know, but we're both New Yorkers. Yes. And speaking of the culture yes. and what New York embodies, just in general, you are everywhere. I try. I'm not Jerry, I have an insane work ethic. No. <laughs> it's, it's the immigrants in us. It's yes. the immigrants in us. Yes. We got immigrant parents, so it's like, oh, Absolutely. it's it's either this or like go be a doctor or an accountant or right. something. Right. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Exactly. My, yeah. mom, my yeah. mom had to see me on the MTV before she was like, "All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pain you to go to medical school." Yeah, like school when we asked when when, they, when Slam asked Cass to do this, that he was like, "Let me check my other podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of other podcasts, if you if you have, uh, if you're a fan of of the Flager Two podcast, the wildly successful podcast, myself Andrew Soltakov Singh, and you came here from this. Thank you so much, and but also uh, from all the other stuff you do. From all the other, I mean, we had a we had a pretty eventful week. I had a pretty eventful weekend this you past did. weekend. Yeah, well, shout out to everybody who came out to do say Pools at the Brooklyn Mirage Memorial Day weekend. It was I say this every time we're in New York, but it was by far. You had YG in there. YG had, was like, in there. Trey Songs came through. ASAP mm-hmm. Fur came through. Carson Fontaine came wow. through. Okay. Wow. Uh, my God! Shout out to Lenny Yes as always. Shout out to the whole Rock Nation. Do say gang. Shout out Raven. Shout out Raven B. Man, shout out to the squad. Chris Styles, Low Key, Cammy, Rory, Benner. You know those guys, man. But uh, in, and before that, I was in Vegas speaking at a panel mm-hmm. for pro wrestling and diversity. Of all the panels, I know nothing you know, about wrestling. What is that like? <laughs> it's in a, it's it's a wild world. It's very white. And uh, that's why I'm usually there, and to kind of you know make the place a little bit more darker because I'm a lifelong wrestling fan as well. Before, um, you know, I was you know before this. There's a whole section of Twitter just for that. There's a whole section. NBA Twitter. There's 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 pro wrestling Twitter that's also a a, a madness. Every Monday I see all these tweets about it. I'm like, I guess Monday's your day. Yes, (laughs) Monday and Tuesday. But in addition to be a a pro wrestling fan, I actually used to work for the WWE. I used to be a, a writer for the show. So all the Anytime, you know, one of your favorite wrestlers loses or wins and like a goddamn it creative doesn't know what they're doing. I'm the guy that didn't know what they were doing. All complaints <laughs> uh, should be directed to this one. Oh, trust me, I, I've, got life cast. I've got plenty. My God, but uh, man, it, it was it's it's been an insane ride for all of us, man. In, in addition to you know the podcast and Duse Palooza, WWE, I've been at you know I've had a show on Revolt, which is getting ready for a second season. I've had shows I've produced for Bleacher Report, and I've worked at Bleacher Report for over a year. I've had my own thing called Stash Media with Steve Stowell. I've had I was editor at the source. I've done a lot of shit. So he's saying he's old. Slam didn't just come up to me. He was like, "Hey, you look like you have clouts. Come do this podcast." That was the case. <laughs> For you, I was like, no, she has clouts. She should come on. Um, no, but you know, like, you do all that stuff, and you've yes. hosted before. This is my first time hosting. You know, yes. I'm a contributor for Calvary. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be easy. Uh, it'll be easy. Yeah. I'm walking you through this. He's, he's teaching me. He's teaching me. I'll just learn the, the tree of the sensei. We're getting there. You're, we'll get there. You're, you're Shaq right now. I'll be Kobe. <laughs> um, you're your rookie year, Kobe. You got to let the frog grow out a little bit, and then you get a little the arrogant. What's the Jew frog? That's it. Will this New York humidity is real. <laughs> oh yeah, New York humidity is for real, for real. But these people didn't just come to listen to us talk about ourselves. Nope. They came to listen to us talk about, about basketball. Other people. <laughs> other people doing cool things in life. Most importantly, that has to do with uh, bas- bouncing the basketball. But if you are listening to us, I'm pretty sure that you're listening to us on the Himalaya platform. Shout, out, there. Shout out to Himalaya. It's free. It's super easy to use, and it has every single podcast that you love or are searching for. So make sure you download. Pick and choose that content. Absolutely. And I'm a podcast fan. Like, if I'm cleaning the crib, if I'm driving somewhere real long, or if I got my headphones and I'm going somewhere in a train, I'm throwing a podcast. And usually I'll use Himalaya, I download it, and I look at some podcasts that I want to catch up on, get my little cue that they have with the little with the cues of, like, music 
And I just roll, man. And I don't gotta go back and listen to it. I just know it's there for me. So shout out to Himalaya. If you're listening to it on this podcast, right? If you listen to this podcast on Himalaya right now, shout out to you because you made a very smart choice. You've made the second smartest choice you've made today. The first one was clicking on the Kazan show, right? <laughs> <laughs> on Slam Media. Oh, so basically. Let's get to it, man. Are we getting to it? Let's get to it. We got you. You. I mean, if you guys don't know Vic, and mm-hmm. you can't tell by, well, she she don't wear Lakers colors today. But usually you can catch her as a purple, gold, and yellow. Yes. <sighs> Producers, am I allowed to curse? I'm allowed to curse, right? Yeah, the Lakers have been We're a shit show. About the Lakers. <laughs> we will be cursing. The Lakers have been a shit show. Where? Do we start? Now, earlier this week, a story came out on ESPN mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, and mind you, this is this is just this week. I'm not going to talk about the week before. Let's just yes. stick it to one week because if we're talking about sure the Lakers, we can be Baxter, here all day. Holmes, right? <laughs> Shout out to Baxter Holmes. He and uh, there was a story about uh, the real Magic Johnson and how people who worked in the Lakers organization didn't know the difference between Irvin Johnson and Magic Johnson because Magic was the smiley, happy-go-lucky guy that everybody loves, and Irvin Johnson was mean and calculating and held people accountable. And apparently, and, people were saying that they needed anxiety pills. Yeah, apparently, I, I forgot who it was, but somebody had an anxiety, like she had suffered from anxiety that's, and made that's, her quit. That's a lot. That is a lot to take on, but I mean. And then, you know, and then the day, the next day, Magic uh, came out mm-hmm. and. Um, he, he also happened to be on, on sports, on that sports, right. on ESPN the next day with Stephen Smith. And, and he, what are the he odds? said, you know, that's, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. I have never, you know, yelled at anybody or, um, you know, just gave that vibe yeah. off of was, just negativity. Yeah, like, in he, the made, he, made people, he made people know that, like, hey, this isn't who I am, but at the end of the day, I'm the boss. I'm the guy calling the shots. If I'm saying something and you don't like it, Tough. Yeah. He said just, some crazy shit. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't make all this money. He said some crazy number. Like, Dog, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, look, let's let's keep it up being like Magic being Johnson. Lazy. I'm not lazy. Mag- that's what I'm. See, that's what that's the thing that gets me bothered. Because first, one week it's Magic Johnson's lazy. He can't make decisions. He wasn't doing this. He wasn't doing that. Then the next week is, oh my God, he's power hungry. He's this. He's making people have like panic attacks in the room. Like, is it Uchiwali or is it one Mike and Magic Johnson? Like, and that right there is the crux of the bullshit that is going on with the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Right, and you know that story was crazy. It was very, it was a long read, and it was you know different little different things uh, tapping into you know the ownership a little bit, the Bus family, mm-hmm. Genie, and then. You know, a little bit with the clutch stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and Rich there was Paul a story about Rich Paul, like going up to Adam Silver. With and Mav and, and Adam Silver yeah. and having lunch. Like, and Adam Silver said it was true. Like, he came up to and Adam Silver was like, dude, what do you want me to do about this? <laughs> like, but, like, but can we just say something? What's up? Like, do people, I understand that we're in this, we know players, we know people around the league. Uh-huh. But when three powerhouses like that come together, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to those of you who watch Game of Thrones, season one was backstabbing and blood. Yes, it was, house, it was house, house Clutch, you know? House Magic, House Lakers, and House Bucks. All combined. And House Laker, Lakers Nation, yeah. you know, and NBA Twitter. And oh yeah, there's basketball players involved in this too, you right. know? Like, there was a lot going on. And speaking of those basketball players, we'll get to the next subject, which is the, the off-season, the summer of bronze. And I'm not talking about LeBron James, the 
five-time MVP, four-time NBA champion. Cubano's outside at the house. We're not talking about the smoking cigars, LeBron with the banana boat people. We're talking about LeBron that we really care about right now. And that is Bronny Jr. He just got on Instagram. You know what I mean? Cracked a million in a day like a boss. Man. And 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 I don't know, like people were just saying crazy things, crazy yeah. videos coming out. Yo, LeBron said, yo, LeBron if you say man, something crazy, we pulling up. We pulling up. We pulling up. And I believe him. I believe him because LeBron got sniper money. He'll make yeah, sure that his wife in. Savannah, Listen. shout out Savannah. She said what Bron said, what King James said. So we're pulling up. So Facts. as a family, like, Facts. like, are they just like, like, knock on your door? This is LeBron. Oh, James. oh, that's LeBron. First of all, LeBron don't need to knock on the door. If you're talking crazy about the the James clan or the James kids, you remember what happened with Draymond a couple years ago when he called him a a word that rhymes with wussy and starts with a P. Mm. And he was like, yo, mm. I am a father. You will not talk to me like that. And you you could tell, like, the game was over. Like, right, right. I'm like, I'm not even talking about the finals right now. Like, I will hurt you. You know? So, he's a he's Ron a knows man, better, bro. better than anyone, you know, how social media can get. How Absolutely. toxic it can be. And um, he promised him three years ago. He said, hey, the summer going into high school will let you get an Instagram page. And, and he, he kept, kept true to his word. Yeah. Got a lot of interesting follows. He's a kid at the end of the day. I know we sit here joking and DMs talking. Are closed. Ladies, don't do nothing crazy. He's got a bright future ahead of him. He's a highly talented high school prospect, just like his daddy. Mm. Be good to Braun. And, and trust me, you know, you're not getting close to that circle anyway. So save your breath. Save your breath. Save your breath. Or else we're pulling we're up. Pulling up. Absolutely. Speaking of pulling up, that's something the Rockets will not be doing in the finals this year. For the third straight season, the Warriors got them the fuck out of here. Another, another <laughs> long sigh here. You know, what, yeah. what, like, all these Chris Paul. It's different though. It's it's more this week. You know, like they're they're firing people. Yeah. People that have been there and have proven themselves. So it's like, what do you do? You, do you think you just want to switch everything up around James Harden or like? What? I mean, you gotta think about it like this, man. If it was any other NBA team, and you're losing to the same team year after year after year, like heads are gonna roll. Heads have got to roll, and, you know, it looks like they're about to clean house in the Houston Rockets. Sham just came out with a report today saying, quote, every, more, not quote, but more or less, everything's for sale. Like, unless everything's your name is James Harden, like, unless your name is James, James Harden is the only person nailed to right. the floor in the Toyota Center. Everybody else could go. I saw them, Chris Paul, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, everybody is available via trade and future round draft picks. They are trying to make the most out of James Harden's prime as they can. Do you agree with that? I agree. Or do you think they should stay they should stay the course and go? I agree with them coming out and saying everything's for sale because you've always wanted to test the market. You want to see what's out there. You want to see what you're able to get back. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But when you have con a contract like, you know, Chris Paul and Chris is still one of the best point guards in the league, yes, but you know, injuries. He's starting to hit that decline. Right, He's right. starting to hit that decline. This is what people were worried there. about. This is what people were worried yeah. about last year when he signed that big contract. The contract is crazy. Who's Ugh. taking that contract? The Knicks? The, the Knicks. Or Knicks. Or Knicks. No. I'm a Laker fan. He's a Knicks Steve, fan. Steve Mills, David Fisdale. And the other guy, just the last one. There's three, there's three black guys that I love that run the Knicks. Steve Mills, Dave Perry, Dave Perry, Scott Perry. There it is. Steve Mills, Scott Perry, Dave Fisdale. Please do not, this as much as you want, as much as you you want to nix this up. Do not nix this up. If Chris Paul's available and they're giving you a, a sardine sandwich and two future round first round picks for him, and some Skittles, don't do it. If you strike out on Kawhi and Kemba. 
Don't do it. I know you want to do this. I've watched you Knicks this for years, Knicks fans and Knicks front office. And what's the guys, the fucking guy who owns the damn Knicks? James Dolan. James goddamn Dolan. We know what you want to do, all right? He's not, he's not Cavs will not be allowed. I like, I like Dennis Smith, all right? I like Frank Nilakina. They're young. You can work with them, all right? You can get them to the point where, hey, they can command a Chris Paul type contract. You have the third pick. I believe in RJ Barrett. I hope I love RJ Barrett. No, let's well, listen. This is the Knicks, and I love me some Knicks. But if there's anything to love about the Knicks, is knowing that they will find a way to fuck something up. And speaking of fucking something up, (laughs) Kevin Durant. Uh, he, they, they made a quick change. What did Kevin do? Kevin no, Kevin, uh, at first they didn't, they weren't sure if Kevin Durant was going to make the trip to the to Toronto for the NBA Finals. He's going. He's going. Someone needs to stand up to Drake. I saw, <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll get to that in a minute. We will get to that in a minute. But we saw him uh, limping onto the team plane. He still looked like a little gimpy. Do you think? Now, now put on your, your tinfoil hat real yes. quick. Put on your, 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 you know, paranoia glasses. Do you think the Warriors are hiding just how bad Katie's hurt? You know, just today I saw one of the reporters um, mm-hmm. on NBA Twitter say, you know, listen, my G's, like, it's not. He ain't coming back, bro. No, it's not, it's not happening. What does he have to gain by coming back is my question. Like, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm already, I've already proven that I'm the best player on this team. Yes. I've, they've already proven that they can win without me. And at the most, I have seven games left with this team. Right, two-time finals MVP. Like, those finals performances, as much as you want to say, you know, they didn't really need KD and he went there and all that. He made the shots. He He made the plays. He was still averaging 30-something, something. something, Like, he was... Listen, all I'm saying is... He was the best player on that team. All I'm saying is, if you're a great player and you're surrounded by great players and you still stand out above those great players... That doesn't speaks make to your you, that speaks to your greatness. Like that doesn't that, people think it's that easy to just play with great players. Like, go look at the Sixers. Go look at that first Lakers team. Go look at that go, Heat team. Go look at the Heat the, that first year. Like, it's not yeah. that. Go look at the Celtics. The Celtics got a lot of great young players, and it's really not that easy to just get a bunch of great young players. Like, hey, make it work. Kevin Durant is that good. He is that dude. I know it's very easy, but oh, we don't need him. Whatever. And as the Knicks fan in me is hoping you guys are right. And at the same time. I just don't think if I'm Kevin Durant, there's nothing, I mean, aside from being a basketball junkie and a guy who wants to play every single time, I get that. I don't think there's anything for him to gain in coming back and playing in these finals. Right. Let the Warriors have it out with the, with, the, with the Raptors. I think they can hold him, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, speaking of injuries and all that, it just speaks to how important it is to take care of yourself. Absolutely. You know, like DeMarcus Cousins is out, but again, all these guys are stepping up. You have Draymond Green, you have guys like Al McKinney, you know, just getting minutes all of a sudden mm-hmm. because all, everyone else is out. So Absolutely. they're still getting it done. I mean, they just swept a whole. That's what I'm saying. Like we're sitting here, we're sitting here talking about man, can they do it without KD? Like they didn't just like, give the Blazers the work in <laughs> four straight games, man. It's 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 an embarrassment of riches in, in Golden State. So if you don't get KD back, I'm sure you'll be fine. It'll be a great series, nonetheless. Next topic. Uh, we spoke about we it a little bit. One of the greatest rappers or artists or of our generation, a friend of the a friend of the program. We're gonna call we're gonna call Drake a friend of the program, right? Because yes. Sean looks suspiciously like him. Future ex husband, Jewish husband. <laughs> Aubrey yeah. Brown. Your man Aubrey was out here wowing every playoff game. I love game. it. You know what? Stop complaining about it. You know what? 
It's good for the game, bro. It's, for the game. it's good for the game. Like, I, if I was like a Bucks fan or if I'm a Warriors fan, of course. Like, I, I remember how Pacers fans and Bulls fans just tell Spike Lee to sit down and shut up, and like they would make it their point of duty to stick it to, to Spike Lee. They weren't even at one point. At one point, they're not even playing against the Knicks. They're like they want to score and dunk and look at Spike and make him do the choke sign, grab his nuts, like all all types of stuff. So for me. Drake wound out on the sideline. That is beautiful. He talks shit when players are inbounding the wall, the ball. Mm -hmm. He has uh, the coach like right there. It goes up to him, massages him from the back. Like, <laughs> he has free reign on the entire sideline, and people are like, "Oh my god, he pays for those tickets or whatever." I'm like, first off, Drake's not paying for those Drake tickets. Drake's not paying for tickets. Let me tell you how this shit works, in mm -hmm. case you don't know. Because if you don't know, you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, at MSG and at Staples and places like that, usually there's a celebrity row. Absolutely. And you get invited. I have personally myself gotten those seats for Flex, flex, whoever. flex. Yes, yes, yes. a few people. Yes, it's not right? flex, it's cool, it's cool. Humble brag again. It's, it's a flex. It's an educational one. <laughs> educational yeah, flex. He does not, yes. That's the new one, educational, educational flex. flex. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does not, he, he does not pay for that. But you know, he has the Drake, Airplane now. On top of that, on top of not paying for those things, on top of being part of Celebrity Row, he's a team ambassador. Like, he gets exactly. a check from the Raptors to be there. Like, the the practice center is the OVO practice facility. Lakers, what's good? Lakers, what's good? Alright, so boom, here's, here's my question to you. You're a Lakers fan. Yes. Who would you give the Drake treatment for? Where you just get free reign, you get to do whatever you want on the sideline. This is a known celebrity Laker fan that we're talking about. Yes, no, no celebrity. I mean, we got Jack. Okay. Jack is like. Jack's not a little the old. Guy. You know? you but Jack somebody, just sits there. You want somebody new? You don't want some new blood in there on the on the, on the front row? Jack, Jack just sits there. I would say, like, man, we had Nip. Yeah, damn. We had Nip, and damn. I was there at the the home opener. I was there. I remember that when he, when he was about to he pull up on the Rockets. On the Rockets. Yeah. He was ready Absolutely. to pull up. Absolutely. The, the second that Rondo spirit where it came out. Listen, Nipsey Hussle did the, the, Nipsey Hussle did the universal Listen. sign for, I don't know if you guys, if you guys would never grew up in the hood or whatever, but the universal sign for it's he time to go is when, the, the, uh -huh. is when the gangster in the room pulls his jeans up like this when people are fighting. We both from New York. It's so time to go. It <laughs> yeah, like, it's about to go. That's the time to go. All right, so me as a Nick fan, you know who you know who needs the Drake treatment in the garden next year? Mm. The entire GS9. Bobby Schmurda. Bobby's <laughs> you know back. Free to, free to nine, bro. Free to nine. Get Bobby Schmurda on, on court side. He needs to be able to get front row, free reign. He needs to give uh, Dave Fisdale massages. He needs all that. So he needs Nick's new era caps. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Before before the fourth quarter, instead of shooting t-shirt guns into the sky, everybody needs to take off their fitted and throw it in the sky. You'll never see it back. You'll Absolutely. Never get That's all you need. That's all you need. It's New York, so the fitted will just disappear. You won't need to clean it up or nothing like that. It'll just like land maybe three years later. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm telling you. Free to nine, get Rowdy Rebel and Bobby Schmurder on court side next year when we get KD, Kemba, Kevin Knox, RJ Barrett. They, they deserve those courtside seats. My gosh. <laughs> of all this talk. My gosh. There's a finals game tonight. Oh, <laughs> game oh, one. Oh, game oh. one of the NBA okay. finals starts can tonight. We talk, can we talk about how I thought the Warriors totally had that first three games? <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't realize it was in Toronto. Listen, listen. I completely forgot the Warriors did not have home court advantage. I was like, all right, damn. All right, the game's probably going to start. Like, the Raptors really won that many games? They did. They did. Like, and, and this is... 
this is the question I ask. This is the first time that the Warriors go into the NBA Finals without home court advantage. Ooh. Does it make a difference? Nope. <laughs> it's still no. quiet. It's still quiet. No. It's quiet. Uh, you saw what I did. Ah, ah you saw that. I'm here all day, folks. Tip your bartenders. Um, yeah, I think I honestly think that. Um, I think we all think. I've said this to Dennis Page. Shout out to DP, editor in chief, the founder of Slam. Slam. I got Raptors in six. I got Raptors in what? six, bro. What? I got Toronto in six. They split the first two. Someone's trying to get free OVO tickets. They split the second two. They go, no, no, they split the first two, right? Warriors win in Golden State. Warriors win in Golden State twice. They come back. Kawhi takes it. In Toronto. And then back at the Oracle. Back. back at the Oracle. Wow. They shut Kawhi shuts the Oracle. The final down. game at Oracle. This at will that be arena. this will be the headline two weeks from today. Kawhi Leonard closed the Oracle for good. If that happens. For all until Zaza Pachulia does right by Kawhi's ankle, <laughs> Kawhi will shut the Oracle Arena down himself. I'm calling it right now. If that happens, Raptors in six. How long is that? How long do you think Skip Skip Bayless is gonna go off? <laughs> How long no, is that segment? No, no, I don't even think he goes in. I think Kawhi Skip's still a little salty that he left his Spurs. Yeah, he's still very salty about that. He just calls him number two now. That's how you know he's really hurting, right? Like you know when you date somebody and you can't even call him by the name anymore. He's like, oh, you know, old girl, the one, in there. The one that got away. She shall not be named, but. Skip, you gotta let that hurt go, buddy. Let that hurt go. Um, I, yeah, I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me. Who do you got? Because I think, I think the Warriors are... The Warriors are still the Warriors. They are who they are. They At are. the end of the day, yes, the Raptors are there. They're doing what they're doing. But I don't... Like, I think Steph is still Steph. Clay yeah. is still Clay. Draymond, playoff Draymond is... Playoff Draymond is a different it's a beast. It's a whole beast. There's a different beast. There's, there's, there's a part of me... Here's, here's where it comes for me, right? There's a big part of my basketball playing love and heart that wants to see Steph Curry have that finals moment. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's always when saying, you know that's his MVP, finals MVP. Exactly. When you right. when you can't even deny it, where it's like, yo, he earned this. He won this title for them. You know, and I don't think he's really had that in the finals yet. In the playoffs, yes, he's had pl countless playoff moments. But the finals is where I, you know, we haven't really seen it yet. And I, there's a big part of me that wants that, but. I truly believe, and I've seen it with Giannis, I've seen it with the 76ers, I've seen it with everybody that they've played this year. Toronto will let the first two games decide what it is. And then what they do, they take Kawhi Leonard, they put him on the best player, and they turn that faucet off. Shout out to Andrew Schultz. They turned that faucet off, they did it to Giannis, they did it to, to Jimmy Butler, they did it to a lot of players. And if Kawhi, if they were just like, fuck it, Kawhi, you guard Steph and just turn the faucet off. I mean, that shit is going. You and I love Kyle Steph. Lowry be on Steph the whole no, 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 seven no, no. games and I, or whatever. And I, and I love, I love Kyle Lowry. I think I he's a Kyle. great. I think this was a great moment for Kyle. By great, the way. great. I think he's a great help defender. I think he gets a lot of flag for not having those big playoff but moments it's Steph. or whatever. But it's like Steph you Curry, go guard bro. Steph Curry. Like, yeah, it's Steph know? Curry. It's no, it's no knock against Kyle Lowry to say like you can't guard Steph Curry because nobody. I want can. a zoom in NBA. 
League office. I want somebody to zoom in if Steph does this. You know how he just shoots the three, turns yeah. around before he goes in and just goes, what up, to the uh-huh. crowd? Uh-huh. I wanted to do that in Drake's face. Oh, that would be the most viral moment ever. Yeah. All right, so, all right, boom. Does Drake get like, rid of his Steph Curry tattoo after that? Can, that, that before, before we wrap this, 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 this finals preview up, Drake got two whole tattoos. We got to talk about, we're still talking about Drake. He's got those Warriors tattoos, right? Paint a picture. You just said a little bit. Paint a picture of your perfect, since you want the Warriors to win, uh-huh. your perfect kiss my ass Drake moment by the Golden State Warriors. What does it look like? It's that, it's that step three. Turn around, just shoot it, turn around. And in Drake's face, just be like, what's good? And then another zoom in on KD's face. <laughs> What, with, with the, with the Netflix bar in his hand? Yeah, remember with when, the they asked, <laughs> remember when they beat the Raptors and they asked, and it, and it was in, in Toronto, uh, and um, at post-game, uh, post-game interview, they yeah. were like, oh, what do you think about, you know, this being Drake night here so in Toronto? Nobody give a damn about no Drake night. Nobody give a damn about no Drake night. Walks off. And I that, agree. That's, we need a moment like that. That's what we need. That's what we need. Anyway, we got our first, speaking of guests, we got our first guest on the Kazimik Show on Slam Media coming up right now, right now, actually. Los Angeles Clippers legend, I'll say it. I grew Slam up this, cover legend. Slam cover legend. Slam era legend. My gosh, the master of the noggin knock, my man Darius Miles. Yo, D Miles, what's going on, man? This is Kazimik from the Kazimik Show on Slam. How you doing? What up, D? I'm living, I'm living, man. The finals are starting tonight. You know what I mean? And I know you're a big hoop head, obviously, because, you know, all your history and shit like that. So before we get into all the personal shit, I just got to know, what, who, who do you got taking this? The Warriors? Raptors? Do you got a game when you're calling it? Game five? Is it a sweep? Is it game six? What, what are we talking about? The official D-Miles prediction. Uh, I'll take the Warriors Now, a lot of people have been, you know, a lot of, that, that's been like the sexy pick lately. I mean, with, with Toronto and Kawhi Leonard and, you know, everybody's saying either Raptors in six or if the Warriors don't sweep and they got a chance if they don't have home court advantage. Do you think that factors into your prediction or, or what, what do you think it's going to end up? I just think uh, the Warriors is uh, without KD and without Boogie. So we're going to take it back. Um, one of the most iconic slam covers ever is you, uh, Lamar Odom, and Elton Brandt. Talk about that, what that, was, that, what that day was like for you. Yeah, take us, take us behind the scenes of that photo shoot, that Rock La Familia slam cover shoot that was everywhere that, when I was growing up, when we was all growing up. I was, I was hyped about it. Just, you know, anything at the time, anything that we can get our face, especially a cover. Yeah. 
and uh, kind of did something different with it with the Memphis jerseys, and I had my do rag, <laughs> uh, my headbands. I thought it was like dope. I thought it was like it was more than a basketball cover. It was like hip hop. It was culture moving. It was it was it was a lot in that that cover. That's why I liked it so much. Now, when that cover came out, how tight was Q when he missed it? Because it looked, it looked like you said, it looked cultural, man. Like, like I saw the cover everywhere. So, I, on a scale of one to ten, how sick was he? Yeah, he definitely was sick. He was, <laughs> he was, he, 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 he was hyped for us. Because, like, we all, like, at the time, we all had some nice covers. Then we got the opportunity to be a part of coming out. Like, one of the Q and our kind of covers that I like about Q is the ESP and Hell raised the cover. Yeah, like, he has a kick cover, too. I did another cover with KG, but then it's like we're doing it with them and doing it together. Like with Elton and Lamar, that's how close we was as a team. As a team. That definitely was like, like yeah. love. Like, like, a lot of, you know, I can't even remember a clip of being on nothing. <laughs> right, so that, that, what does that mean and what did that mean at the time? for the Clippers organization, for you guys being in L.A. and the L.A. basketball culture in general. I mean, you probably, like, got calls, people hitting you up, players in the league, you know, that put you guys, like, out there. Yeah, you know, it, it was big for us. Like I said, at the time, like, we were doing some of these young teams, kind of like a college team playing in the NBA. And for them to even access, like, we weren't making no playoffs, uh, I think Elton made the All-Star team that year, but he was a reserve. He didn't make it initially, and then somebody got hurt, and then they fell along. So we really didn't have an All-Star except for Elton. And uh, like I said, we won the playoff team. For us to get the cover, you got to be like the man or you know, the upcoming superstar or something like that. And, like for, for them to want all three of us, I thought it was big. I thought it was moving. It was big for LA. It showed us what it, you know, it was our new final team, even though it was like it was only like two years off of being the worst team for the last decade. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was about to lead into ask right now, because I mean, you guys were an all right team, but even all these years later, everybody still remembers that first Clippers team that wasn't terrible. Like they remember you and Q Rich. Doing the doing the head taunts with the with the noggins on your head. You remember Elton Brand? Remember that slam cover? Remember that kicks cover with you and Q Rich? Remember the Jordans? All that type of stuff. So now that you see the Clippers being, I don't know, like a, a free agent destination this year with all the cap space and the young talent and the and the big uh, you know the big postseason run against the Golden State Warriors, how does that make you feel being one of those people who actually kickstarted that, I guess, Clippers revolution? Yeah, it's, uh, like I said, it makes me feel like, you know, what we did really meant something. Like, we really started something. And I, I, uh, I it, it, it makes me appreciate it even, even more. So, you know, like, see how we're able to come to so far. I got my fingers crossed for them to get two big time free agents and, you know, Hopefully they get two big time free agents and you know, it'll be a new era. Yeah. For sure. You know, they're even talking about Kawhi, that being a destination for Kawhi, and you got Lou Williams, you got all those guys out there. What they're doing is really special. So playing in LA, um, you know, Kuz tweeted yesterday 
the media is making this NBA stuff, the league, look a little crazy. How, how do you feel about that? How much does, you know, what your experience in the locker room, how does that translate into media? Because, you know, guys get into it all the time, but at the end of the day, you got to go out there and you got to win games and you got to play the game. So, you know, how crazy is that LA media? video that came out with uh, you asking players what was who, who was the first person to bust your ass in the NBA right and you talked to a lot of NBA players about this so if you can who was the one player that you talked to that, that, that was capping the hardest who was over there lying that, that was talking about somebody bust their ass or they never got their ass busted like who was that one person that I was think, like I think a clipper Pat Bass straight up was like <laughs> I never that never happened <laughs> Was there anybody else out there that you know for sure was lying? You know, you know he's one of them defenders that he, he played possession by possession. You know, but, and he's still in it. It's hard to, like, even with some of the players that still in there, it's hard for them to kind of, when you still so competitive, it's hard for them to say, like, who give them work or who have good games against them. Like, I don't think I would have answered the question if I was playing. But, you know, we, we were tired, we had a place of peace. Absolutely. Uh, now, now with you personally, Darius, me growing up, you were one of the first guys I, was, I remember like watching in high school, like being one of those like high school phenoms. And now you got guys like RJ Hampton who are completely bypassing college, going straight to the pros in New Zealand and, you know, going, you know, and a lot of other players starting to follow that lead. What do you think of the current NCAA age restriction? And do you believe that players like Zion or R.J. Hampton or all these other, you know, Emmanuel Moutier from way back when, all these high school guys should be able to, to bypass college and just, you know, make a living on their own. What, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's, I think they should do it, especially if they're not going to compensate the, the, the sports. I don't want to say just basketball programs because it's, it's bigger than that. It's like the whole sports, every school, they got a whole sports program, so you just can't compensate basketball, football, and not do lacrosse and tennis and all the other sports that be going on, but I feel like the money be generated by sports and college, like the players should be compensated, shouldn't just be a free 
social media players are a little bit more guarded people just want they want to see that extra access and you know when you talk about these these younger kids they're 15 16 you know you look at D Wade's kids Z main you know and all these kids they have almost a million followers or now that Bronny James is on Instagram he has over a million um, you know what how different would that have been or like what is that you know, just so many people like watching you every day and expecting all this content every day. You have to be in the gym. And you know, guys like Damian Lillard, they don't really mess with that in the summer. Uh, I don't need to show you that I'm in the gym, you know? So do you think that's um, getting out of hand a little bit? Yeah, how, how different do you think your career would have been if you had to come up in the social media era? Oh, that'd be crazy. These are And you being as young as you were in the NBA, I'd like to know what was your personal welcome to the NBA moment? Who was the one person that, you know, whether it's somebody that, that gave you buckets or somebody that grown that hit you with that grown man strength in practice or something like that? What was your welcome to the league moment? Continue. 
Picture, you know, you know oh, we're gonna run that clip now. Yeah, I'm mad you, I'm mad you put us on blast right now. You could have, I would have never guessed that. I never would have found it, but now that you put it out there, you're giving us license to. Yeah. Dee, <laughs> mm. uh, playing playing in LA and playing in front of all those uh, LA crowd celebrities. You know, now today it came out a report that. Um, the league spoke to the Raptors about Drake and what Drake's been doing courtside. Uh, personally, who was the craziest or the most fun player, wild, uh, sorry, celebrity to play in front of in LA? Uh, Drake. Fiasco that took place uh, earlier this year. They need to make sure they get him uh, uh, he get, he's a, he's a club there and go for like five points off the bench. That's the new mascot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darius, man, thank you for stopping in and, and giving us a few minutes of your time, man. We really appreciate you being the first guest on the Kazovic show. You're a legend. Slam we, all have, we, we all need that t-shirt, man. We all Facts. need that cover. Facts, please, if you can, bro. <laughs> Of course, Legend. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, Dee. All right, thanks. So, shout out 
15 miles. Yo, that was a hell of an interview, right? Like, that's, that's how you kick out. Yo, if you're going to start a show on Slam, right? You're kicking the door. With he was the perfect, he was the perfect, he's the perfect. He's the perfect. When you think of classic Slam coverage, you think of Darius Miles, you think of Braun, you think of Iverson, you think of Shaq. Like, and he said it himself. Great, like, mellow. Yeah, mellow. Lonzo Ball, big ball of brand. Rest <laughs> in peace. Um, but yeah, nah, that's. You, you think of you think of Darius Miles, and he couldn't have been a better uh, guest to have. But you, you smell that? I think it's a little smell hot that? here. We should open. We should. We should. It smells like. Ooh, we should open a mm, window. We gotta open a window because there's a lot of slant. We gotta open up the yeah. slander, man. The finals start tonight, and uh, shout out to the Warriors and Raptors. You barely escaped the slander window this year, but. A lot of unfortunately uh, named the, players did yes, not. Yes, the, the, the Blazers got a lot of it. Uh, the Bucks got a lot of nobody it. Nobody got it worse than my man Giannis. So let's crack open this slander with the real quick and let this rock. You know, everybody, you know, the finals, there's only two teams left. And we can't do gone fishing, but this is our version of gone fishing. We got to open up that slander window for the Portland Trail Blazers and the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, what we did, me and Vic, and you know everybody does this on Twitter, and then this is no knock against you. So we love you guys, but for these next two minutes, the slander window is open. Vic, take it away. Go for it. Okay. So at Kofi Soisi said, "Street saying Giannis just a Sean Marion with an accent." God damn. All right. Boom. At miserable underscore PhD says, "I love Giannis, but that man is basically Zazaki Tyrus Thomas. You truly hate to see it. Go." Oh. <laughs> YC, shout out homie, YC said, I'm loading up. He's just a yogurt Julius Hodge. <laughs> Cheaper, wow. Like, damn, the, the Giannis slander, though. The Giannis slander was a The Giannis slander was a little He's only 24. At, ju at ju Jitsu says, <laughs> Chobani's Strobile Swift is going out sad. You didn't even Shobani's Tromile Swift is going out sad. You hate to see it. God damn. At Callie the King said, Eric Bledsoe just a Jamal Tinsley with a short temper. Jesus Christ. Let's, let's take it over to the West. At KC Veggies, not KC Veggies the rapper, letters KC Veggies, says Damian Lillard is just Reggie Jackson with a SoundCloud account. God damn, that's wrong. Oh. <laughs> I like the Dave Dollar album. I don't like that KC Veggies. That was mean. Dave can actually rap. As much as much basketball players can't Dame, rap. Dame's the Dame best. actually has Dame bars. And Shump, right. Dame and Shump got got slander voided. Casey Veggies, that wasn't nice. Don't come for Dame, man. I have a Dame one. I'm gonna cancel it. Nah, say it. you gotta say it. You didn't oh, say it. Some, the, somebody said it. <laughs> at Green Bill Shouty said Dame is just a Terry Rozier with the with the green light. Oh. <laughs> well, Terry Rozier did have the green light at one point, so yeah. Out there. All right, let's close the slide the window right now. Those were good. Those were funny. They were funny. Send, more. Send, Send us, us more. Send us more. If you love the show, add us. Screenshot. If you got some of your best slam the window moments, just, just send it to us. We will shout you out just on the slam. On the <laughs> just add it. We will shout you out on the Kansas of Vic show right here on Slam Media. But man, the top the time's up already, man. That's it. I think it's it's a wrap. Let's, before we go, before we go, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about. Next week. What do you Let's think? Talk about next week. Let's see how we can get our old takes exposed by this right, time next right. week. So, so that's your take. It'll it'll split in Toronto, one and one. Yeah, it'll split. But I will say, not only will they split, mm. but Steph Curry will dominate. He will Ooh. dominate these first two games. It won't be like the past couple of finals where he's kind of all right. He's going to dominate. I'm talking about averaging. 
I'll put, I'll put a number to it. 36 per. 36 per in the first two games. I'm wow. calling it right now. Kyle Lowry, Red Van, Red Van Vliet. Take the ankles off. It's going to be a rough first two games for you. Absolutely. I think some ankles gonna break. I think some eyes is gonna get jaded. I think some some feelings gonna get hurt. I think Drake's gonna get real upset because he's gonna hit that Drake, shot turnaround. Drake about to delete all those Steph Curry. Yeah, lines. man. I remember summer sixteen. He was like Golden State doing practice at my house, one mile about. Damn, I was gonna. Not tonight. I gonna come back to bite him in the ass. Not tonight. What about you? This time next week, what are we talking about? I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna say it's it's going it's gonna be split. It's gonna split. Okay. It's gonna be one and one. But how? I feel like there might be a clay buzzer beater. Mmm. Okay. The clay I think, buzzer. I think they're gonna. Yeah, like you said, maybe they, they might put Kawhi and it'll be close. Mm -hmm. Game two. Game they'll, two. They'll put Kawhi on Steph. Kawhi will be on Steph. Game they'll two. They'll double team. They'll get it to Clay. And Clay will just do what Clay does. Clay will do what Clay does. I like that. I like that confidence. I like the confidence. Yeah, I think Splash Bros are back in it. Let's hope so, man. Splash I'm Bros. saying that Splash Brothers. But anyway, this has been the first episode of the Cats and Big Show Ooh, right slam. here on Slam Media. Slam. It feels good, yo. We in the we in the basketball bible, baby. I'm yeah, comfortable. Yeah. I feel like we can toss some shit here. Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. We're gonna do a little uh what, what is that? What is that Steph Curry game? What, the little shimmy? The little the shimmy? Little shimmy oh, the little three? Remember the, when Katie did this? <laughs> but if you like the show, like, comment, subscribe, share with add your us, friends, please. add us, tell us we suck, tell us we're great, tell us whatever right. we want. We're, we're open to whatever. You know, like Twitter can be a little crazy sometimes, but like we want to yeah, know. Yeah, we got tough skin. How we, we've, been, we've been through some Twitter oh, battles. Oh, both oh, of us. Oh. Both of us. One day we'll, we'll get into the whole we'll thing. Get, we'll, we'll but, get it's a pilot. We gotta be safe. Yes. We gotta be safe. We'll go safe, but like I said, <laughs> I mean, we're also like traveling this summer. Yeah. We got things coming up. We're gonna be everywhere, man. If you see Slam somewhere, you might see us there too. So keep an eye out on the Kaz and Vic show. This is only the first episode, the first of many. Thank you so much for tuning in. This means so much for me. I love Slam. I've grown Bye. up with Slam. This is basketball speaking my language. So to be here to talk some shit on this platform. Means the world to me. What this about you, Vic? This is so fun. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have guests. Yeah. We're gonna have some big, huge guests coming through here, man. Yeah, I'm, and I'm calling, tweeting, DMing people. Let me say, tell you come something. On, come on. We all, we, 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 got some, we got something cooking, Chief. That means. I appreciate you. Slam. Kaz and Vic Show. See you next week.